Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen, or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap. All right, I'm gonna do this now. The wellness breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're going to live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the wellness guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the Country Place. Ten acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17 to 19. It's each and every single one of you are going to support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine-chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, the show dedicated to you, helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in life, love, and legacy. We're your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. And today we're going to be, we're getting closer and closer to my favorite time of the your year. Your favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. And I want to be very clear, it's her favorite time of the year. Uh, and for me, not so much, not so much. It's, it is going to be Christmas time. We are, uh, heading into about, I don't know, probably about less than four weeks by the time this uh, episode launches. It's crazy that, uh, we only year. It's going by fast. Well, this is our 10th episode together. Happy 10th episode episode together. Did I get a present? Yes, it's coming. Um, it's in the mail. Uh, and so it is Christmas coming up and it's going to be obviously, uh, a very exciting time because Karen, Absolutely loves Christmas. Yes, she is one of those people who loves Christmas to death. And she mm-hmm. starts really thinking about Christmas on December 26th, <laughs> the year before. Uh, we have her tree up like in. We've got two trees this year. We have two trees, not just one, two freaking trees. Um, and the kids want to start a forest. They want to get a third one. Yeah. <laughs> They're fake trees. I, I told them that uh, they yes. need to save the forest. And, uh, um, the trees are up already. The trees are up and they're always up usually really early. Then, no, it's not that early. It's yeah, end early. of, you know, April, <laughs> 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 end of November. But we get, you know, I, I got them up about a week earlier this year and that's because it's crazy busy. Yeah, it's, it's, it, is an, busy. it is insane. You kind of hit near this time of the year. And there's 10,000 things going. There's parties, there's class windups, there's people you haven't heard of for a million years who are suddenly in town and, there's just a not, not, not enough time in the day. So um, I saw it in this coming weekend schedule and there's no way we could have fit in trees as well. So I yeah. I bumped it up a week. And what a shame. I've had to start 
a little bit earlier. And yeah, well, the thing is really interesting about um, Christmas time is that around this time is two things are happening, right? No matter where you are in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just Christmas. I mean, obviously there's people, you know, celebrating Hanukkah and everything else, but then something happens. There's always something, there's a something special happening around this time of year, obviously like the the gathering of family, but there's also there's, um, which can cause a lot of stress for a lot of people. Why are you looking at me? No, I'm not looking at you. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it is a fact that like, for a lot of people, that it holiday is holiday season, uh, holiday seasons, especially around stressful. Christmas time is very stressful. Yeah. Um, but there's also the other side of things too, as well, from a entrepreneurial side or from the business perspective, um, usually the, it's quite busy as well. So there's busyness of like year ending. Mm-hmm. And then you also have this reflection of like, how did the year, how did the year go? Um, oftentimes like, you know, sometimes it's, you know, went well, sometimes for those people who didn't go well, then they start reflecting upon like, what a bad year they had. And so they have that stress on top of they're supposed to be celebrating, but at the same time, they're, you know, feeling guilty and not doing yeah. as well as they thought. And then all of a sudden, like you also got to deal with all like the stresses of what's happening next year, you know, and you have this gap of, of, you know, we pretty much shut down of like yeah, we two shut down weeks in December and January. And so there's like all this stress that yeah. goes around a lot of people. And I think that could be a very debilitating thing. So we thought we'd talk about mm-hmm. um, how to, you know, what are some of the strategies on de- dealing with stress with family um, and, uh, and also with business and life and everything else that like, happens a lot more around this time of year. Well, you were saying something interesting to me the other week because my energy was really low. And I was just feeling a bit down and I just said, oh, I can't, like the year is almost over and I don't feel like I've accomplished anything. Hmm. And I've noticed a couple of other people kind of feeling that way as well, because I think as the end of year comes, you start thinking, oh, ah, it's another, another year has gone by. And you're, you're and I have another year younger for some reason. Oh, possible? You're going to get extra presents this year yes. for that one. Uh, <laughs> but I think. It can feel that way that a year's gone by, you feel like time is slipping through your hands and that you haven't done anything, you're not any further forward and you can feel that way. And, you know, and and you were saying to me, instead of thinking, I haven't done anything, I haven't like, think about all the things you have managed to do. And the more I started thinking about it. I was like, well, yeah, like there has been a lot of big milestones. Like Christian started school and we've done this and we've done that. And the more I started to think about it, I thought, no, actually we have done quite a bit, you know, and it's who you're comparing yourself to as well. Cause if you're just thinking, you know, all these entrepreneurs are out in the world, taking over the world and I'm just a stay at home mom, not just a very important, but you can feel that way. I'm just a stay at home mom. Who's made two batches of Play-Doh today. Mm. You know, how have I contributed to this world of ours? But it is important to look at all the tiny little things that you've done and to realize how much you actually probably have done. It's a lot more than what we think, but just in that instant of thinking back, it can feel like nothing has happened. Well, I was just in Perth um, for two days with my clients. And one of the things I wanted to do was to kind of help them, you know, process near the end of the year and also prepare them for next year. And one of the things that came up, I got an exercise I got them to do was, it's what we call the win exercise in a way. The it's win a, exercise. Yeah, the win exercise. Like yes. It's a reflection of where they're actually at. And oftentimes, and one of the key insights like for a lot of them, mm-hmm. and for this is for a lot of people, especially, you know, not just entrepreneurs, I think people in general, is that we focus so much of the future of what's actually happening mm-hmm. to like what has to happen. Like you think like, okay, I need to, oh, I got to be here for this Christmas party. I got to do this. And these parents are coming or this is what we got to do. And you, you're so forward focused that, and you're just sort of thinking like, I am so stressed because of the future, but you've forgotten yes. the past. I'm not suggesting like, you know, and this is interesting, right? Cause I'm a future focused person, mm-hmm. but the past, I don't dwell on the past, 
But what I do do is you need to spend that time, even if it's just a short five minute period of time to reflect on where you come from so that you don't, so you get perspective of the future because oftentimes you're so future focused, you've forgotten about what actually happened in the past to get you to where you are. And so what we do is when we share our wins and we look back at our wins is, you know, what were the things that actually happened this year alone uh, or even in your life, I got them to think about their life, like one thing, mm. significant thing. And what did you learn from it? Because you start to realize that you are who you are today, right? While you listen to this podcast today, because of the decisions that you made, the, the, you know, the hardship that you might've gone through or the wins that you've had, all those things have happened mm. and you are, you are who you are today because of those things. And that just having that reflection puts everything back into perspective. And all of a sudden, like the world stress that's in front of you usually settles. It doesn't disappear. It just settles a little bit and you're in a much better space knowing that it took time to kind of get here. Yeah, no, I totally agree with all of that. And and well, let's look back. I mean, you know, it's been a big year for, you know, I think so what I'm asking most people to do to Mm -hmm. help you with the stress is to actually look back in your past, look back this year and say, you know, what are some of the things, what were some of your wins that you actually had today, uh, this year and look back upon it, just, just reflect for five, 10 minutes and write them down. Um, what I do at the end on, on new year's Eve, this is one of the rituals I've done, uh, well, Always. I think this must be while I'm sleeping because yeah, you're out of bed. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't make it to midnight anymore, <laughs> yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. Getting, um, old. <laughs> getting old. Um, you know, one of the things I, I, I try to make it to midnight, and um, but one of the things I always do is a ritual that I've had done for a very, very long time is to reflect upon the year, and I take out a journal, and I actually just write out. Um, the journal. And because I've been traveling a lot this year, one of the things I kind of go look back upon is actually month by month. So it was like, I look back in like January and you start to write down like all these places I've actually been to because travel is a big thing for me. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think for us too, as a family, we get to travel and see a lot of different things. It's an important thing for us. And we look back and go, Oh man, like, you know, if you, you think forget, that, you forget you, you that forget. we were you, you in, wouldn't think you would, but we were in Canada and the United States, we were in Whistler skiing, you know, with the kids, yeah, I've already forgotten you know, kids skied for the first time and the saw snow for the first time, first yes. time in Canada, you know, and those are the things you forget. And you, when you start to look back, I'm like, Oh my God, you look through your old pictures. And I think having that time to reflect though, it's really, um, I don't know, it feels your soul. Well, I think it, it grounds you, doesn't it? Especially if you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and it just reminds you of all the good. Yes. The good that you've had in the year Exactly. Because we're so, I actually saw this video today. um, They're talking about how it's so important to go into nature. And one of the things is that you're, you know, living in the today's world with everything going on with technology, you're, you're sort of bombarded and it actually taps in part of the brain that, Mm -hmm. um, that sort of causes you more stress. But when you go to nature, you, you, I know. This is funny. I'm laughing. I'm just thinking of twigs in my hair and ants crawling. No, no, but nature doesn't mean you're sleeping in nature, but like, I mean, just for us, like even you, you get a lot of energy, like, especially when we went down to Margaret river, when we were down South at a winery, at at a winery, (laughs) but even just driving or walking through the bush, like walking through the bush and the trees, trees. Like, for me. there's energy there and mm-hmm. that because there's you know there's something about it i don't know what it is i can't even explain it but there's something about that energy and yeah. that space to to just stop the world kind of is peaceful mm. at that time i remember we did that walk even just two weeks ago with the kids yeah along the along near bean lakes there and it's just peaceful and you look at the woods you, you just feel like you hear the birds chirping you hear the insects and something squirring and you know uh, you know running in the bush it just there's there's a grounding you don't hear a car you don't hear anything yeah. else and it's just like there's something magical about it but, but i think, it brings, but I think it brings it back to being still doesn't it yes. because we're just so busy like what's next what's happening and when you're away from all those distractions you're just really focusing on the present 
well, that, allowing you that downtime. And it, it allow, that silence, that that, yes. that space allows you to thought to actually come through. So we might need to plan some of this into our day if we start getting stressed over Christmas, Lawrence. What's that? Plan? Yeah. yeah. Like if it's, if I know I'm going to be stressed, maybe I have like a code word for you. Code and then word. that means <laughs> I need to go for a walk by some trees right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you need to wear that crown, right? <laughs> <laughs> to do it. Because I'm thinking about, um, I know you're going to the entrepreneurial, but I'm thinking about stress with families. Yeah. I think stress with families. And I'm huge. scared of this episode because I have to be careful what I say, because I don't want to offend anybody. And I tend to say everything that comes into my mind and then afterwards go, Oh crap. I forgot people listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be very good and try not to. And I'm cognizant that holidays can be very stressful with family. And let's face it. It's, you know, you're having people, if it's at your house, you have people coming into your home that aren't normally at your house. And it's a lot of stress cooking and preparing food for different people. There's those expectations of wanting to make your family happy or your children happy or getting them that gift. Mm-hmm. There's just you know, the financial stress living up to this perfect day that's portrayed in movies. And it's it's a lot on top of people trying to get presents and doing millions of things and parties. So one of the things that works for me is we talked about my superpower being organization is I think the more you can organize and get out the way, and that sounds horrible, getting it out the way, but the more you can clear off your plate before Christmas day comes then you're, you're better able to relax and to enjoy the day itself and take some of that stress off. Yeah. Well, it's expectation. The word here was the expectation of having it to be perfect in the way you want it. You know, for yes. me, that's easy. I just let go of all expectations of the Christmas and don't care as much. And know, uh, that's one strategy. Like, that's cool one strategy. As a cucumber. Yes. <laughs> that, that's one strategy, but it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, so I what, think, do, what do you do if you have family members that might be, you well, know, you know they're going to push your buttons. I think everybody goes through that, right? To, there's yeah. always going to be like, we know of many different people that listen to this podcast who have a family coming over. Um, you know, into their household and it could be very stressful. Uh, and, and, and yeah, we're talking about you. And so (laughs) one of the things that, um, that happens when, when that's, that occurs is Mm. usually because you are living up to an expectations of how you present yourself or how you, you know, are perceived in a way. And oftentimes we get attached to that expectation. It's like, everything's got to be, you know, quote unquote perfect. And by doing so, and I think that's actually works in our detriment. Because then we're doing Christmas for them and not for us. And I think you're already, because you know them, you already know, oh, they're going to say this. And then I'm going to say that to them. And then this is going to happen. And so you're You get lost up in the story that may or may not even happen. (laughs) Before they're even there, you're stressed because you've played out every possible scenario. And you're already at such an agitated state that by the time they do come, you can be sure something's going to happen because it's your, your tolerance level is just not even well, there. I think when it comes down to, 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 to Christmas, like I believe that when, if someone's coming to your house, yes. is that, you know, you're very big and I really highly respect this. And I, I actually, um, I honor this a, a lot and I'm glad you actually brought that into my life is actually having rituals, mm-hmm. right? The ritual of Christmas, like Christmas is a really big thing for Karen. Um, it wasn't so much a big thing for us and my family. I was, I grew up. So, you know, that's why I'm, I'm kind of like, whatever, I'm not being a Scrooge about it. It's just like, I just, it was never a big thing for me. However, I know it's so important to you. So the rituals of, for example, like we have the Christmas Eve dinner, you know, it's very important. And that, that only kind of came into play. It used to be on Christmas day. It only came into play because of your father when he was in the hospital, you know, being a quadriplegic. 
we had to, you know, we wanted to be with him on Christmas Day. Yes. And he couldn't be with us during Christmas dinner, per se. Yeah. So we guess we had to bring dinner to him. So we had to, you know, we created Christmas Eve. So now we've carved out Christmas Eve is our, the TAM day, you know, like but that's, that's how, day. but that's how we dealt with that stress, yeah. you know, being flexible to, you know, what, why do you have to do it the way everybody's done it in the past? Yes. We changed it up. We I changed, don't have to be on that No, day. we, we changed change it. It up. just lifted that weight off because it was like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. And so, by and the way, you know, it. if you're a first-time listener to Inside Champions Mind, if you don't know the story, you go back to, I think, episode 102 or 103 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that was how, how you Karen's um, uh, father's story. Um, but I think that we, we create, you created ritual, so which means that that's our thing. And, um, and, you know, on Christmas day, instead of, um, having to eat breakfast for, for us is that we just allow the kids to, so we don't have the stress that allows, it actually took the stress having on Christmas Eve away from you because now you don't have the stress of kids waking up, wanting to be, you know, open up their presents, playing with their toys. And then you're like, okay, kids got to pack up. We got to get ready for Christmas. Yeah. People are coming. Look nice. Don't, don't play with your toys. And that's very stressful for, I mean, we've had that for a couple of years and it's very, very stressful. So we removed that. By moving it on the day before, yes. so then Christmas Day just becomes all about the kids, yeah. right? Pajama party with toys. Exactly. The, the kids literally love staying in the pajamas, and they don't want to change. And they yeah. they they have a ritual. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that having certain rituals based on your values, on what your family wants, right? And if someone's going to come into our in our life, mm. you know, kind of come into our house, I I kept on telling you, it's that really it doesn't matter what they think. Like, it doesn't matter how they feel. This is my opinion anyways. Yeah. So I don't care. It doesn't mean, I mean, obviously we take something into consideration, but at the end of the day, they're going to fall into your traditions, right? If it's important to you, they're coming to your house. They're as guests. They're going to fall into your traditions. And really you got to do what's right for you and your families and your values yeah. at the same time. But you want to make, you want to make people feel welcome and make people feel happy. And it's hard. I'm not saying you don't, but it's hard when you just know there's these certain people that will be coming. So I've got some tips. Okay. Go for it. Obviously, you're leading up to it. I am leading up to this. Number one, don't sit across from that person at the table. Okay. Put put them somewhere else on the table. Is that why I'm sitting down? No, I'm not saying to you. (laughs) That's why you're outside. No. Um, That that invite people that who may like to come to your party that are going to liven it up and be little buffers that it's not going to just turn into a family tension thing. Mm. That's another idea I have. Pray to yourself. Forgive us our Christmases as we forgive all Christmases done to us. That could work. Now, this is one I might try this year that I've I've kind of done in the past and I didn't really realize it. And it's kind of like the Irish exit. The Irish exit. Christmas-fied. So you get to your tolerance level. You have a look that you give your partner. That means if I don't leave right now, my head's going to explode. You say, oh, is that my phone? Oh, I, I, I just have to make a quick phone call. I'll be right back. Then ladies or men, go to your safe spot. Find a safe spot in the house. Have your exit plan. Go to your safe spot and just lock yourself in there for 10 minutes. Like for me, that would be lying on my bed with home TV shows on, air conditioning blowing in my face, maybe a box of chocolates. Do that for 10 minutes. De-stress, debrief, let your husband, let your partner deal with the chaos that's upstairs. That's assuming Regroup, that the then come back here. upstairs again. Well, if it's a husband, I don't know. Go to your shed, build. So some just just stuff. saying, if you don't see me on Christmas Day, <laughs> then uh, I'm walking the dog. <laughs> it's uh, like pulling the ripcord on a on a parachute. Yeah. Like I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. You'll get a text message from me during dinner. <laughs> I'm at the beach. Yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Well, just also remember, like uh, you know, um, maybe think of the topics of conversation you that you know. Avoid those conversations or topics of conversation that you know. So no politics. Go. 
Well, whatever it is, like whatever it is for <laughs> yes, your family, no, certain conversations, you know, that's going to cause, um, to stir some, you know, I mean, do you know what, about do it. you know what I do is, is I try to do every Christmas, I try to make some fun activities so that every year there's something fun to look forward yeah. to. And so if you've probably all seen this, but if you haven't, I don't know where you've been pie face. Now this is a fun game for the family where I can't even do this. There you go. You put the mics here, though. So you put whipped cream on a hand, and the person puts their face through, and then it might smash them in the face. This is a lot of fun. One, it's fun if you have people that are stressing you out. Make sure they're in the face the majority of the time. There's nothing funner than seeing whipped cream smash them in the face. But also, too, it's just it livens things up a little bit. It creates a little bit of humor, and I think if you can create moments to put humor into the day, so that. You're changing your focus if you're stressed and the people around you are all having a good time as well. It kind of deflates that situation that's happening. Um, another games, we like to do quite a few games actually. Like we get special Christmas crackers. Like last year we had musical instruments and we all had to be, um, I think Christian was a conductor and we all had to play our instruments to songs. We've done Guess Who, where we've all had to wear the, the people on our heads during dinner. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of activities and fun things that you can do to take that stress. You're looking stressed right now. I'm looking, looking stressed right now, actually. Yeah. You are. Okay. What did you want to say about it? No, no. I was just thinking that um, you know games are a really great idea because it, it, cre- it creates a ch- tension, uh, releases the tension ar- around that. But yes. I think it's actually, it's most of our stresses that we actually occur, that actually occurs in, in any type of um, scenario, especially families, is usually because of the amount of pressure that you put place upon yourself. You know, the pressure that you place on yourself, yeah. the expectations that you have. I think that's really important to, di- to kind of really focus in on because at the end Slow of the day. Slow down. You're going a bit two uh, times speed here. No, because it's at the end of the yeah, Thank you. Um, <laughs> because the end of the day is that if you have a certain type of expectation, you're trying to match up to that expectation. Yeah. And when you're trying to match up that expectation, oftentimes that you actually become more stressed that you didn't match it. And then you're worried about why you didn't match it or how you're going to match it. And that you get into this loop in the story and you forget to actually just have fun do the thing exactly just have fun. focus on the moment of what christmas is about yes. is actually on the, the the enjoyment of the kids and yourself and also the celebration of you know family and gathering and so when you actually pause like that's why i meant by the pause is that mm. when you actually pause and actually look and reflect oftentimes now what you do is then you actually appreciate for the good things not all the bad things that you did or didn't do or should do you actually focus on the whole sole purpose of actually what this family gathering was about. You don't mm-hmm. get lost in all the other things. And if you just sit back and just enjoy the thing that you created, if you're you know, really into Christmas is to look back at it, you can actually see the magic in it. And remember when we got married, I can't even remember who gave us this advice. Um, it might've been someone from family, but he, he they gave us this advice that um, you know, weddings can be very stressful in a way because you have this planned execution of how the entire day is going to go. They spend a very long time planning, planning. and planning yeah. for one day. Yeah. For yeah. one day, I think ours, we had a year and a half. Right. And so one of the things they recommended us for us to do was to step aside, like certain moments of the day, like just make sure you spend yeah. just me and you step back and just observe and take a mental snapshot of what was happening. And that all of these people are gathered here because of us. Mm-hmm. And just that just that moment and just appreciation, the gratitude of that moment, all of a sudden just takes the pressure off. And now like it's all that time, all that energy, all that effort was worth it. Yeah. You know, and that even like that small little thing 
that small little moment changes. And I think you can apply this to, uh, on the Christmas um, aspect or just any holiday well, season. Because the day will go by so quickly because the lead up to it is, you know, as you said, it's, it's, it's like a wedding. There's so much planning, so much to do. And to actually, when you get to that day, to take that time out, to just stop and to be present and to look, I think it would, would make it more enjoyable. And also the kids, like, uh, you know, like if you have stop, children or if yeah, you have yeah, your children, like just be, be, you know, stop worrying about like what they want and trying to get that toy. Like I see so many parents, like always focusing on that toy that they want. Yeah. I know you spend the time to actually want to get the toy that they, you know, they deserve. But at the end of the day, like they're going to be happy. Right. It's the time spent with you as well, having the time just to sit together. Like I think the favorite thing for our children, like, of course they love all the toys. Yes. But what they really like is that tradition of just all of us being in the same room. You know, you're not rushing off to work. I'm not rushing anywhere. They're not going to school. We're just spending time together. Yeah. And they love, they love getting out the board games and funny board games, mystery board games. They just love doing that because we're connecting mm. and that connection means so much to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and choosing the right toys that sometimes you can allowing them to open it and then just allowing them to play with it. So if that's a board game, we got them or something and then yes. we actually play as a family, you know, for an hour or so. And then they go out and don't you know, build a Lego or whatever it is. It just yeah. gives them that support time. And, and it just allows us to kind of sit back and relax. And that's why I love actually having Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve and not on Christmas day. Cause there's no pressure on Christmas day. Oh, so do I. I get to, I get to enjoy watching the kids enjoy Christmas. Otherwise I'd be like doing the Turkey and running yeah, around. I'd, I'd miss all those little magical moments. I just want to sit in my pajamas and enjoy mm. it with them and snuggle with them and, and do those things. Uh, like, so going back to the, you know, the early advice about pausing and taking time for yourself, mm -hmm. this is a perfect time to actually reflect. This is the perfect time to reflect on your year. Don't judge the year. That's the problem. It's that, you know, I talked mm -hmm. about you know, entrepreneurs or business owners or everything else. You're judging the year. And when you judge the year, whether it was good or bad, you're labeling it. I think it's it's just that, you know what, you can't change it. Like judging it bad, you can't change the fact. You. What you can do is you kind of go look at the year, reflect upon it and going, what did I learn? So the win thing was not just about like, what are my successes, but what were, what did I learn? So I never see it. Mm. I, you know, I try not to call it as a win loss thing. It's more of a win lesson thing. So like, what did I win? How did I win? And how can I improve on that? But also what did I learn? What were some of the lessons that I learned in the quote unquote losses mm -hmm. that I actually gone through? Because a loss is only a loss when you don't actually learn a lesson from it. So the lesson is, so what did you learn from it? And how did that, how, what that lesson is, how did you learn how to, what would that do to help you improve next year? Or how would that make you better as a person or in your business or mm -hmm. anything else to, that will make your next year, you know, better? Because let's face it, next year in 2017, you're going to feel exactly the same way as you're feeling right now. It's going to be like, January. You'll be like, I've got a full year. I don't want to screw it up. I've got a. Yeah. And then November, oh, December, you'll be like, oh yeah. my God, where did this year go by? And then 2018, yeah. it's like, oh, where did this year go by? 2020 is going to be yes. exactly the same thing. You're always going to feel this pressure. And yeah. to be honest with you, I don't know about you, but you notice that the years are actually getting faster. So, which means that it's actually going to move faster because technology and everything else and what we're exposed to, you're going to feel like you're actually going to be more stressed moving forward. So this is the time to actually pull back a little bit and actually have the self-reflection and gain control of your mental, the mental talk that you actually have yeah. in your head, because that's, what's going to change the, the, the context of stress uh, within your body and how you deal with it. Well, I think it was interesting when you were saying to learn from the lessons, because we've, we've mentioned that before is that things that we deem negative in our life, 
see if you can see what the positive to that was, how that has either made you a stronger person, a better parent, a better coworker, because it's, it's very easy to feel a victim or just feel like that was the worst terrible thing that happened to me. But I think if you can reflect, as you said, there was usually some growth that you got out of that that has made you so much stronger and better able, equipped to either help yourself or to help others and, you know, have that opportunity to try to look and see how did it make you a better person? And that's hard, especially if it's some really dark and deep stuff that's happened to you to find a silver lining to it. And I'm not saying always, you know, you have to be an optimist. There's no pes- pessimism to it, but to every, everything that's happened, there is, there is something in it that has made you a better person for it. Well, the, the, one of the challenges that any of us actually has is that we have a realization that a lot of the things that we, the obstacles and the challenges that we go through mm-hmm. are, continually the same challenges. What do you mean? Like, so, which means that it's oftentimes we kind of keep, keep up coming up the same obstacles. So coming up the same challenges that we're feeling, uh, dealing with on a regular basis. And each year, this is the thing that always comes up. If I have this, say, say a fear of speaking for, in front of a public, it, every time, every time I, you know, get offered, I decline it because there's always that fear yeah. uh, and always comes up. And until you actually really, you know, overcome that fear is hard, right? But that fear, the what I'm saying is that the fears that we all deal with, or each individual, like they're all different, obviously. Yeah. But that fear always typically is the same fear that you've had probably five years ago. It's because you haven't dealt with it, and until you deal with it, well, then it's, you don't, it's I not think an it's issue being, for you oh, anymore. Well, I think it's okay to realize that the your body, the, the universe is always going to challenge you mm-hmm. in that sense to help you improve. And just because you dealt with it once doesn't mean that you're not going to give you a bigger challenge for you to overcome in the same context. And so I think sometimes is, you know, moving forward in the, in the new year is to kind of go, here's the lessons I've learned is how would I, how do I make myself a little bit uncomfortable next year? I think that's important to think. I know that's the, look, your face is make you uncomfortable. Well, I can make you uncomfortable right now, sir. Yeah, I'm sure. You will. You've, You've fallen already into have, the yes, trap, Lauren. And I just have to. Like, and you just said to me, I couldn't this. mess up your hair because for those who can't see, we now have our reindeer antlers on that I bought the kids that I wanted to. Yep. See, yeah, I, it's I have a good to look. Embrace, I have to you embrace. You, have, you this, just said, do something that makes yeah, you uncomfortable, this, this Lauren. So you played into my hand. Well played, sir. <laughs> um, so that, I mean, that's what I mean. It's it's being um com- being comfortable with the un- being uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I think we're wrapping up. It's about, we're almost half an hour now, aren't we? Yeah. So I I hope you got a lot. I mean, I know that you, each and every single one, you will have different challenges around this holiday season or the upcoming holiday season. And all I suggest is, you know, um, you can either choose to make it stressful or you can choose it to make it as exciting and grateful as you possibly can. I I feel, I feel like your options were very Zen-like and very (laughs) smart. And I feel like my options were really silly, but there's got to be humor, humor in life. So pick and choose which ones you want to use. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> reach out if you need to, to, to find out what is the best advice and tell us maybe uh, what your, what do you think the best advice is going to be for you? Um, and maybe share, um, I'd love for you to share your best tricks or advice to how to deal Dealing with stresses, with stresses the during stress. the holiday season. That's going to be very helpful for, for all of our listeners and also people. Exit uh, strategies, whatever you have. Yeah. So go to facebook.com slash inside the champions mind. Love for you to like us there and comment, um, tell us your, your favorite advice, uh, how you deal with the Christmas stress. Um, this has been also on the broadcasting on obviously on the wellness couch and subscribe to us on iTunes and to make sure you give us a rating to help spread the message of the inside champions mind, how to become a champion on a daily basis. This is inside the champions mind. 
a podcast and a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in life, love, and legacy. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Karen. See you on the next episode. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.